In 2009, two brothers from Sydney emerged amongst the Australian music scene, better known to most as Lime Cordial. The duo started out on their journey by creating their signature sound, merging worlds and bridging gaps between new and old. With classic rock sounds laced with experimental elements throughout, they constantly deliver a fresh take on a familiar genre. Now, in 2020, they release another full-length album, possibly capturing their best work yet. And here to review it, on behalf of Eventolade and Tiger Phonics Productions, please welcome Jack and Jonty from the Tiger Phonics Podcast. Hello and welcome to another Tiger Phonics Music Review episode of the pod. Uh, I'm the host, Jack Houston, and I'm joined by my usual co-host, John T. Morgan. Jack, it is a pleasure. It is good to be back in the saddle and for a pretty cool reason this time. It is, it is. We don't get to do this all too often, so no. when, uh, I mean, we hope to get this happening more and more. would be good. I'd love to do this more. And what is it that we're doing? That's a very good question. We're reviewing... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, today we're going to be reviewing an album today. The album in review is... <laughs> take it away, Jack. 14 Steps to a Better You by uh, Lime Cordial. Lime Cordial, that's right. So, the brothers Ollie and Lewis. That's right. So... Um, Sydney boys. Sydney-based boys, yep. They've been very busy. They have been. And um, they've been on the scene for quite a while. A lot uh, longer than we both realised on yeah. first looking into them. You know, I, I think the first time I heard them was... Um, Triple J was playing um, Dirt Cheap, I think. And that yes. was, you know, just a couple months before that Hottest 100 of 2018. So, I thought they were they were pretty new then. And they just... You know, me too. Fell me too. face forward into success, but it seems like they've been around since two thousand and nine. Two thousand nine. Um, that, that's what it says online. That's that's sort of where we could find it, really. Um, but yeah, so two thousand and nine. It's a while. That's like yeah, on, like eleven a years. Few EPs and an album. EPs, an album in there. So this is the second album. Um, it was some good listening. I mean, it was great that we were able to get some early access to this. Yeah, and for the from the outset too, a very long album very long um, but, but not like not <laughs> that sounds bad <laughs> yeah. very long so long very it was long. arduous to get oh. to but no it was yeah. like a, it was a decent sized album i think it ends you get up, your money's worth <laughs> it ends up being like pull, pull it up like pull it up because i mean we we've been listening to it thoroughly obviously but um it doesn't actually have a number at the bottom no, of it, it does it <laughs> so i think it's 14 so 14 song 14 songs we'll fact check that yeah but you know, sometimes people will just release an album and it's basically just a little bit longer than an EP. So mm. it's cool to have them release something that you can actually sink your, your ears into. This has essentially got an album's worth aside from the singles that you already know and love. Exactly, exactly. And they included those on this album. That's right. And um, I think it all fits really well. Absolutely, yes. And they are scattered out throughout through the album pretty well. Um, so it's not like you, you listen to the first three songs. Oh, I know these three. Yeah, The yeah, rest yeah. of the album's new. What's this? They're, they're scattered throughout. So it's, I mean, I like that as well. So it's not just listening to something you've already heard to start the whole album off. So where should we start off from, do you reckon? I reckon we should start at the start. That sounds like a plan, Jack. How about we start off at track one? All right, here we go. Track one, That's Life. 
So that's life. The first track of the album. It's a pretty sweet intro. It's like it feels to me like lobby music or elevator music. Yeah, not that's... not in the way that it's daughterly, <laughs> but in the way that it's like, all right, we're about to go somewhere. And I like it a lot. Yeah. No, I, I was actually going to say I, and I reckon this whole album sort of fits this vibe, but. That obviously, in general, they've got a real beachy. I guess you'd mm. say that beachy, upbeat, good, good. Like vibe. summertime. Vibes. It's nice, yeah. It's the kind of thing that I would like to play sitting in the back of, like the the boot of a wagon on the beach or something. Mm-hmm. Just be great. I think that's and I mean, that's what I plan on doing. Yes, absolutely. It's a shame <laughs> that it's winter and the album is coming out. It's gonna have to right. sit on ice for <laughs> four or five months and self isolate on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's but yes, <laughs> getting off tractor. Did you say getting off a tractor? <laughs> getting off a tractor there. I would listen to this on the tractor, off the tractor. Yeah, harvest season, this whole album blaring, you know, coming out of the John Deere. Uh, I honestly, I, I wasn't sure if if we were like we were going to be able to keep the conversation flowing. But we've got plenty to talk about. We know how to talk about lime cordial. We're going to talk about this stuff. This is great. We've got agriculture, agriculture. <laughs> we've got agricultural, you know, terminology to throw about. We've got agroculture. Jack's getting angry. He's about to have a fit. Yeah. So you better pipe down. Um, no. So that's song one. That's song one. <laughs> Imagine if we did a whole review, <laughs> but we just say one thing about each song and then talk about something completely off topic. That would be. Unlike us, wouldn't it? It would be. But um, that's life. Song number one. We're going to keep having to bring it back here. Yeah. Are, are you going to make uh, lots of pun-related jokes for each title? <sighs> it's a it's a tall order to create. It, it is a tall order. I'm not going to be able to follow through with that. I, I do you know what? I reckon we're gonna we're gonna do well with this. I like this this style we got going. Yeah. Here. It's like you know. People don't necessarily just want to hear the album. Otherwise, they just listen to the album. They want to hear an in-depth commentary and a, a, just a, a constant derailment. And that's what we provide. It's a service. <laughs> like, I mean, Lime Cordial fans or not, you're going to enjoy this. Yeah, this is where the fans of our work and the fans of Lime Cordial's work intersect. In the Venn diagram, this episode is right in the middle. Um, or about to make you not fans of either. We might ruin the experience for both. That would be terrible. Well, that's a great um, intro. Song one, that's life. Not by Frank Sinatra, by Lime Cordial. That is who we were reviewing today. Exactly. A bit late to do a pre-review of any of Frank Sinatra's music. Um, But yeah, that's life um, in general. Like It has such a drawn-out vibe. We were talking about beforehand... (laughs) Going with this, what do you mean? Gonna, are we gonna get like real in depth? Like, so I think it's, so. it's kind of like real life as well, you know. Where like, you know, <laughs> things get a little low sometimes, they, they get <laughs> spacy, they get quiet, and then sometimes they get loud. Sometimes you know? you're on a nice beach, you know, in the back of the car, you know, like watching the sunset, you know, that's kind of vibe. I'm just trying to do my job, I'm just trying to review <laughs> the songs, <laughs> talk about them a little bit. I know <laughs> I got us off on the tractor banter a bit, but <laughs> I, I think we've we've done well in reviewing song number one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is entitled That's Life uh, by Lime Cordial. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the song anymore? Uh, I think we've we've covered it pretty well. We, great intro. <laughs> All right. Great. All right, great. All right, well, let's do track number two then. Track two. Do you know what track number two is called? 
Um, I was relying on you for that. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I must clarify, we have listened to this album through thoroughly, both in our own time, but I, I'm not sure if this is something that everyone else does. But you'll listen to it right the way through, but you're not necessarily looking at your screen or phone or whatever and going, okay, oh, the name of this song is this. Mm. I found that really hard because there's like a bunch of songs that I have notes for in my head, but just reading them off the track list, I'm like, well, I don't know what, what which one of those corresponds to the information I have stored in my brain. That's right. It's, it is an issue. But and that's life. It is life. And track two <laughs> is robbery. Okay, so this is this is a well-known one. Let's Let's get into it. So, Robbery. This is, as you said, before we, we played the sample, um, it's a pretty well-known pretty well known song. It's had the loops on Triple J, that's for yeah. sure. And even, I think even just, you know, your Woolies, your Coles, your Kmart. Yeah, Radio that's right. has been, yep. been playing it pretty hard. It came in number seven in the Hollis 100 of 2019. Wow. So, that's, obviously, that's the highest ever in, um, in Triple J Hollis 100 history. We've... What? Hang on, wait. What do you mean? What's? Oh, their highest in Lime yeah, okay, highest. Yeah, yeah. So I think we've we've got a little bit of information, a little bit of information on their hottest one hundred of twenty nineteen. They really impressive, really impressive. They they top four four songs in the top thirty five exactly of twenty nineteen, yeah, which yeah. I believe hasn't been done before. I don't know, but mm, it seems I should have fact checked. It this. seems right. Seems seems legit. Actually, I, I do know that no one else has done it. Has done it? No one has done it. No one has done it, man. No one has done it that year. So 2019, no one else done four songs in the top 40. Mm. They did. Not even the likes of Billie Eilish were able to make the, the top 40 with four songs. Yes, yes. So, solid effort. Considering yeah. that's not even like the album either. That is... And it was three songs EPs. in the top 20. Uh, sorry, not even EP, singles. Yes. And well, one of them was the Like A Version as well. Oh, that's right. It was too, yeah. And that came in at number 17. So not the highest ever Like A Version. Like a version. No. But, no. but still, that is still solid. incredibly high. And uh, I think that goes to, to speak about how popular the song Robbery is coming in at number seven. If you're, if you're a fan of Lime Cordial uh, or not, you would have heard... Robbery, surely, or maybe even not known it was them, but you you do now. Yeah, so. it's it's one of those things that's been played quite a bit, and you would have heard it going on in the background. You're like, this is catchy. I like this. This is good. Not knowing it's Lime Cordial. Yeah, and it's a cool little catchy song. I think it, it it's probably advertising worthy. You know. Oh, for sure. It's I really like I like that um that bass jazzy mm. riff. Real, I'm, I'm, I'm probably used three wrong key rays. Like that. Makes it, it just makes you want to move. It does. It's like a, a real strut. It is. I like it. It is. It means business. It's almost got like a James Bondy vibe. I don't even... Big um, big thing to put it into. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say like the theme song, but I just mean like you can imagine him walking into a bar or something and that's the oh, yeah. song playing. True. You know? yeah. It's very... It's very 
I don't know. Just definitely advertising worthy. Yes, it is. But it's just like very. What's the word for not obvious? Very subtly inconspicuous. Subtly suave. I think is what cigar and scotch in hand. Could be. Maybe that's very obviously suave. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I just totally contradicted what you said. But so I loved, it. I loved every second of it. Robbery, robbery, good tune. It is a so good tune. tune. I like it a lot. I think everyone knows about it. Should we move on to the next? I one? reckon we will. All right. This is one thing I will add though. Just before we do get off the topic sure. of robbery, is that it, I was thinking. I wonder if it's won any awards. And I did a bit of research, and it has. Yeah, I mean, it peaked at sixty-three on the Aria charts in February twenty twenty this year. It's quite the accolade. So it's yeah becoming the band's first single to peak inside the Aria Top 100. So and certified gold in Australia in 2020. So it's pretty good. It's pretty awesome stuff. Anyway, let's. Uh, that was track two, robbery. It was track two. Off to a flying start so far, and uh, we'll go into track number three now. No plans to make plans. Uh, no plans to make plans is probably my favorite track on the album. Um, it just has the the chorus sweeps me away. It's like it's it's so phenomenally catchy. It's like Bobby. The whole song just makes like my head nod. And I was talking to someone about it, and um, they immediately said I played a snippet to them. They immediately said it kind of sounds like that Kanye West song "Hey Mama" from one of his like uh, older albums. And oh yeah, like the the intro of it essentially. Yeah, like the start. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, you know, that's right. It does have that kind of like nice soul beats kind of vibe, and I really like okay. it All a right. lot. Interesting. Yes. I like that. I uh, yeah, that's that's good. Uh, yeah, and how can you forget the kazoo? I mean, you can't forget the kazoo solo. It sneaks up on you, and you better watch out. You better watch out. No, I mean you. You probably won't be so unawares of it now. We're warning you, but I bet you it still sneaks up on <laughs> Big you. Big kazoo warning. Uh, if you're a kazoo enthusiast, enthusiast, like I highly yourself. recommend this one. Yeah, I mean, I've been <laughs> fluent uh, kazoo enthusiast for at least a good five, ten minutes now. So, yeah, yeah. But it's pretty heavy on the kazoo. What I wanted to say about the kazoo, I reckon that would be a great, this song here, This one day when festivals come back. Mm. Um, after the dreaded few months of COVID, when uh, when kazoo's come back, when <laughs> festivals, festivals, thank you. I was pointing my finger at you. When festivals come back, that'll be a great festival song, I reckon, mm. because they're gonna. I hope this is how I picture it in my little simple mind. They whip out a kazoo on stage. They're going hard on the kazoo. The crowd's going nuts. The plans don't directly affect you. You know. Yeah, that's how I see it. I see it that way. I hope it's like that. I think so. I think it will be a lot like that. Let's hope. I think so. Um, but yeah, we got me. Any was that it? Have we summed up track three pretty well? It's it's funny because as it is my favorite, it's also a pretty simple song, and it's a banger. It's a tune, mm. uh, but there isn't a lot to say about it that I can't say more than just you need to listen to this song and you'll just understand what I mean. Mm. You just understand. 
and the plans don't directly affect you? No. Okay. It's good. I like it. Should we move on? We should. Track three. Jack's favourite. Yes. Now we're moving on to track number four. Titled? Ah, uh-huh. that's what we're doing. <laughs> Inappropriate behaviour. We kind of know this one, if you must say. If I must. Gun to my head. Alright, well that's Inappropriate Behaviour, track four. Another pretty well-known song. It's, it is. It's another big single. Definitely done the rotations Number the 13 in the Hottest 100. There you go. That's, man, that is Incredibly right well up there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia loved that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, essentially, that that's out to the world, I think, that poll. Mm, it is. But obviously, majority um, through Australia. But that's that's really good. Far out. I, I actually didn't know it did that well. Yeah. In the Hottest 100. Yeah, two songs in the top 15. That's Can't great. be surprised, though, because as we said, t- four in the top 35. That is some big numbers right there. It is. Very impressive. Um, yeah, man. Inappropriate behaviour. behaviour. Again, another catchy, catchy song. Uh, and again, I don't just want to keep saying the same things over and over here, but this this is like real festival kind of music. Mm. I, I really hope we do get to go. I want to go and see these guys. Absolutely. The festival stage. Absolutely. I would, lo- I would love that. Um, I haven't been able to do that yet. Um, Do you think these guys are on on the way to being one of Australia's biggest bands? Possibly. I mean, of the modern era, it's it's not like they're um, brand new either, so they don't have to work through like being a new band, how things work. They're they're like well, they're pretty well established. Like they know how to do stuff. They don't rush things. So their last album was in twenty seventeen. Yeah, and then this album comes out. You know, the July ten. Yeah. So. 2020. Um, so yeah, they didn't take, they didn't waste a lot of time, you know. That at the same token, they didn't rush things either. Exactly. That, that that's more what I mean is that they didn't just go look. We've got one album out. Let's, we've got you know four singles. Let's just slam them on another six track EP and pump it out. No, they were like, let's take our time. And that's the, there's no real hmm. song on this album that doesn't deserve to be there. You know, True. they didn't just put filler on for the sake of having an album either. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point, yeah. Well, again, very impressed with this track. Another one that, yeah, this is one that we have all, I presume, have heard and love. There is, there's something about these songs, obviously the ones that we've played more are familiar, but most of the songs on the album have this, like, familiar, you know when you're an adult and you get a whiff of lavender and all of a sudden you've got a very particular memory of something, you know, and you're <laughs> of like, when you were like four years old. Exactly. And you're like, I vividly remember this. That's a good point. Yeah. This whole album is, you, you might've never heard some of these songs. You're like, this is familiar. I feel like I can hum along to this. Exactly. And I don't know if it's, um, you know, the, I'd be interested, um, to know what their influences are because it might be that they are just drawing from songs and using, you know, um, familiar, yeah, um, not necessarily samples, but you know, like using <sighs> very, oh, what do they call it? Uh, scales. Yeah. 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 
So I'd love to know what bands influence them in their writing because there are a few songs on the track on, on the album that um, definitely feel like not covers but like Oof. Al- almost that you can hear some sort of influence. Yeah, like hear another band playing through them. Yeah, well, I haven't I haven't actually seen if they've got any like what their influences are or anything like that. So it's something to look into. They also have a pretty solid uh, social media presence at the moment as well. Uh, just over 100,000 followers on Instagram. It's growing like, pretty rapidly. Mm. So continue to watch that space. They're, going, they're definitely going places. Yeah. I mean, it's been 11 years since their initial release, but it's. I think we can both agree, well, from what we know, the last two, three years have been their break. It's almost big vertical, break. the line. Absolutely. And now that we're talking about it, I mean, that, that's that's only going to create more of an avalanche effect for their success. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, once you've made it to the uh, <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Did you just this... forget what the podcast is called? <laughs> if, if I don't <laughs> <Yes>. remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was a yes. <laughs> if I don't remember, what are the view- what's the hope the viewers got? And, and like, when, once you've made it to this podcast, the... Take away. <laughs> Talk about inappropriate <laughs> behaviour, forgetting the name of the show that you're on. That's my... You've only been part of this, this podcast for like three years now. <laughs> so, that's, stop stop sidetracking, Jack. Fire out. Just try and stay focused. That's Anyway, that's how you know you made it big. Yes. Is when you get on the Tiger Phonics podcast. Perfect. All right, let's move on to track number five, Addicted to the Sunshine. Alright, this is actually my favourite track. There you go. Addicted to the sunshine. Yeah, I know the words. <laughs> and the name of the song. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Track five? It is. Excellent. So that is my favourite track. I like it. It's very cruisy. Yeah, I like the the opening verse. The 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 vocals in it. They're like really different to everything else in the album. It's like almost like, almost like a gorilla's sort of um Mm, sort okay. of vibe yeah I was actually going to mm, I probably liken this to a lot of things a little too often but I actually got a little bit of a Last Dinosaurs vibe mm-hmm. mm, absolutely big time yeah and I like that that's big for me that is good Um, I guess do, do albums or sorry do bands want you comparing them to other bands I don't know but that's the little twisty vibe I got on that song mm. which is Probably why it's one of my favorites because I'm a big fan of Last Dinosaur. So when you spoke about earlier the album being a real beachy vibe, this 100% is the epitome of of that vibe. It is. If if you're not playing this song with your windows down as you drive onto the beach for the first time in summer, you've done it. You've actually done it wrong. You have. He's right. That's absolutely right. In fact, I there's probably one or two songs in the world that you can choose, and this is two of them. Mm. This is actually both <laughs> of the songs. Um, oh, yeah, wow. it just has that really, you know, wind in your hair. 
I'm hanging out the driver's side. But it even says it in the song. It, We're addicted it to the sunshine. It does. I mean, it's very indicative of the kind of song they've created. True to form. Mm. I'm not addicted to the winter. No. Me no, personally. I, I wish it could be over. It was raining this morning <laughs> and I was like, you know, it's very hard to review a song called Addicted to the Sunshine, this kind of mental state. It's very hard to be into a song called Addicted to the Windstorm. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have the same ring to no, it. No, no. Unless you're like... Some sort of uh, scientist in in the movie Twister, <laughs> and then I guess, yeah. and then I guess you are. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but I uh, listening to this song does make me look forward to good times again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the it's the pick me up that everyone needs right now. You know, absolutely. They need to look forward to the the summertime. Hopefully, by that that point in time, restrictions have eased, mm. uh, and we're not even thinking about the c word anymore mm, hopefully being covid covid that yeah, is yeah. <laughs> um all right well let's uh bring any, it around do you have any, any closing thoughts on addicted to the sunshine oh i wish it was um not the man i wish we could just end that and say that's that's it i, I want to wrap it up here because that's that's my favorite <laughs> make it a six album song call it an e call it an album but it's actually an ep Interesting. Anyway, track seven. All right, let's see what track number seven on our own has in store. Why have we just skipped track six? Did we? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> uh, so let's see what track six has in, store. has in store. Track number six is entitled On Our Own. This might come in as like a number two of of my favorite on this album. I Track think. six is your f- second second favorite. favorite. Yeah, I think in um, if Happy Gilmore was to be made today, mm, mm-hmm. they might choose this song instead of Tuesday's Gone by Leonard mm, Skinner. Mm. Just it has that kind of, especially the opening has a very cinematic feel. You know, you can just I, it's it's mm. very it's very. Um, I don't know what it is, but it is there. <laughs> I can see, you know, a car driving through uh, in an American neighborhood. <laughs> yes. You know, just creating a, a, a setting for the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Yes. I was actually going to comment on the intro of the song as well. I like the sweeping bass lines in it. Mm. I'm not going to make the noise of my mouth. Okay. I wish so, you would. Well, I'm not going to. I mean, we, we have a, a, a snippet of the song. I'm yeah. sure that maybe you might hear. Yeah, we, we would have already just, played it. You know, buy the album and listen to it. I don't know. Yeah, but it's, a, it's a possibility that they do that. Listen to the start of song six. Actually, don't just listen to the start and then turn it off. Like, no, he's right. The start of song six is really good. Next. Um, <laughs> start of song six. I love it. The sweeping bass. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that what you call it? That's what I'm calling it. You'll know what I mean when you listen to the start of song six. Mm. Which is entitled... On our own. Thank you. And again... An absolute flat out chorus. It has this like nice little like run up to it, and then it just hit. It just hits, man. It does. It's a tune. 
I'll, I'm man. All of these you can play consecutively, consecutively, which just so happens to be the case. They're in this order. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like they planned it. I wonder if they had some sort of plan. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I tell you what, they're doing something right though. But you can listen to this album through, and it's it's nice to listen to. You don't get halfway through and you think, oh man, I'm done with this album. To be, I'm doing stuff because you're not. You don't. Yeah. You're you're on the beach. You've got time. Yeah, that's so much that's time. What this just drink about. pims and relax. That's right. A jug of pims. A whole jug. Maybe not if you're driving home. Like yeah. if you're sitting in the back of the wagon, you know you've got to drive home afterwards. You know, half a jug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take <laughs> alcohol consumption advice from the Tigerphonic podcast. Oh, just just music advice. <laughs> um. Yeah. So very very sharp, shiny little track there. I don't have much more to say about it. Again, well, it's one of those ones. the The more I like about it, the more I just want to say it's good. Get it in you. You know. See, this is this is where we can potentially sharpen up on our music ability. Is in because we do a lot of that song was very very good, mm. and the next track is possibly also very very good. Yeah, well, but we'll find out. I think the, the thing to keep in mind is I don't talk about things that I don't like. So if I'm reviewing something, it and and with it with enough, you know, gusto. Yeah, it you obviously realize that I like it. Yes, I At no, least I'm to not some extent. I mean, I'm not trying to say you don't like it. What I'm just saying is, we we got to find some new words because <laughs> very uh, well, very good. All right, well while we play this next song, you go grab the thesaurus. We'll come through it. <laughs> And we'll come back with some with some other stuff. I ain't thumbing no thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, track number seven. We just get by. They, uh, they show off a little bit of their trumpet skills in this one. We just get by. It's a toe tapper. It's track seven. It is. What did I say? No, you're I just right. said the name. No, you... Oh, I look, took a more deep dive, in-depth did, look. <laughs> I didn't say you were wrong. I was throwing The numerical more... master over here, letting us know what tracks are which. I was just adding some extra... Flavor. Pizzazz. <laughs> um, yeah. I like I like this one as well. All right, well there you go. All right, next one. No, <laughs> <laughs> we were actually discussing this track. We think that this possibly, potentially, will likely make it to the hottest one hundred of twenty twenty. Yes, I think there'll be a few from this album that find their way into the hottest one hundred. It would make sense, wouldn't it? There's just something about that. The you know you close your eyes, you you picture yourself as you said at a beach. Hollis 100, maybe at a pool party, maybe you're, you know, overseas. But naked in your bedroom, who knows? In an Icelandic cave. You don't know where you listen to the Hollis 100 from these days. Now that you can stream it online, you could be anywhere. You could be on a space station, hypothetically. Possibly not, though. Uh, they get radio waves out there. 
They get radioactive waves. Yeah, get them. Um, but yeah, you know, you're around the pool. You can you can visualize this song playing in the background, coming in at around sixty-four. Mm, I reckon. Okay, I'm gonna say a little bit higher. Does that mean like in the fifties or in the seventies? That means like sixty-three. Ah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say fifty-seven. Oh, so not too much. Not too much. All right, no. let's see. Let's see what happens. I'm glad we did do this though. I'm glad we've both put a number on it. We can we're going to f- back and listen to we're it. We're probably going to forget that number, but we will refer back to yes, this. Absolutely. Absolutely. In six, seven months' time, whatever it is, mm. seven months' time, we will be checking in. Track seven, seven months' time. It was meant to be. You said 57. <laughs> did I? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think I did. Yeah, and you said 64. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. All right. So that's. I think that's. It's just got that. It's got that guts to it. I. Uh, again, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm running out of limbs, but I reckon that the tempo change in it. I think. I think. I think that's what it is. I think towards it's the end. Yeah, I like that. It's got like a like a synth progression in it, where like it starts off with um, sort of minimalist sounds, and then it goes into towards the end of the song it's got these you know synth almost organ kind of not organ but you know what i'm saying mm, like yeah. si- synth keys in it that just like it, it's they gra- really pick everything up and that's the thing i think what you mean by tempo mm. it, it is great though listening to us very unqualified musically unminded people try and describe what we liked about a song yeah and using keywords was good and we did enjoy it oh yeah i mean <laughs> It was very, very good. Track seven. Extraordinary. There we Okay, that's a new word. All right, great. That'll be on the album cover. Yeah, when, yeah. On platinum release. Yeah. 4.5 4. stars. Extraordinary. Yeah, Tiger Phonics. TFP. There you go. The All name right. of that track of track seven was uh, We Just Get By. Excellent. We are now moving on to track eight. Money. Money. Good track. Um, I actually think if I got to relate this to someone else, band-wise, all right, the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, did you hear that though? Yeah, yeah. Not AM, but like maybe Alex Turner. Yeah, maybe it is. It is something because I don't know. They're Australian. These two. They're Sydney-based the boys. The mm-hmm. boys. But are they originally from somewhere else? Because one of their parents uh, maybe maybe got a bit of an English accent. Because he does sing with what sounds like an English sort yeah. of twinge to it. It's not it, fully. It is like an Alex... Tur- it is very Alex Turner-ish, yeah. this song. It is. And even like how sometimes sticky fingers sound mm. British as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's an, a good point. It's an interesting... like. 
I don't know if that's style. just a, a music thing. Like, you know, it's a lot, a lot of the time it's either you've got an American twang or you've got an English twang mm. just because it there's finishes, rounds the that, word off a little better. There's very few people that are noticeably Australian. Missy Higgins would be one of them. Yes, just but that's a, a style though, isn't it? Accent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think we are agreeing and saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, there are a few songs on the album that sound um, like even Wombatsy. Okay. Know? But I think you're right. I'd this one does maybe... have the, the, the Arctic Monkeys' Alex Turner presence in it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is a song that uh, is ridiculously popular um, and well-known. Uh, it came in at number... Here we go. Pulling it came in at number. Figures. It came in at number thirty-two in the Triple J Hottest One. Yeah, right. Twenty nineteen. Um, so, again. So this is a single. It is yes, mm. but obviously now included in the album as well, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just a just a tune. I like the uh, the lyrical progression too. The, the nice follow-on. The uh, it's very pointed. Okay. You know. They're not just writing words for the sake of it. Well, I would hope not. And that's probably <laughs> true in most of their songs. I don't know there's just something about the uh, <laughs> something about the the something. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> we are good. We are good. Uh, no, there's just something about the theme of this that just that beckons listening and and comprehension. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing here. I, I'm I'm listening. Yeah. As a, as are our listeners. And as you would to the lyrics of this song, which is kind of all what I'm talking about. That's good. The very nature of this song is is making what I'm saying more conceivable. Mm. Track name, money. Mm. Track number. Ooh. <laughs> Nine. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> what do you reckon it is? Put your bets in, boys. <laughs> I'm gonna say eight. All right, let's have a look. <laughs> let's play the counting game. Whilst Jack does that, I'm going to entertain Ooh, you. Never mind, eight. I didn't have time. So, <laughs> track number eight, entitled Money. Yes. We covered that pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do number nine now? We're moving on to track number nine. All right, this one is... Uh, Just a little recap, though, on yeah. track number eight. It was Money. It was, and it made it to number 32 in the Hottest 100 of 2019 on Triple J's. Congratulations, boys. Well done. That We just got to chuck that little reminder in every now and then because, you know, four songs in the top 35 of last year. Solid effort. It is incredibly solid. Uh, let's move on to track number nine, all about Jonty. Screw loose. <laughs> you got to screw loose. Alright, that is very oriented at me. Yeah, I didn't mean to offend, but uh, I guess I have. So. I think we're... This might have come to a, a, a screeching halt with that insult. 
but thankfully the song's good enough to pull us out of it. It's got like a <laughs> like a I don't know like a Rasta jazz it does. band. That kind start of vibe. really the intro. Yeah, yeah it does. It reminds me of being in the main bar at Byron Bay. Oh, I did. Oh, I love that place. Yeah, that's the kind of oh, that is a real. Uh, John awesome, Butler trio. It would vibe. actually be a fireplace to see these guys. Would be. That is a great. That's actually a great spot. It is awesome. Man, there we go. I'm putting that on my bucket list. Yeah, let's go back there. Oh, it's so good. If let's I, go I back we're... there. Coordinate Lime Cordial to be playing when we go. We could make that a thing. In fact, I reckon if if they do actually play there, we should make that happen. Let's do it. I reckon. Let's lock it in. Let's lock it in, Eddie, because that would be awesome. We could even, I don't know, maybe somehow chat to them about it. Be like, hey. Well, yeah, when we talk to them. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, (laughs) we we are talking to them. So at some point, we'll do an interview with these guys and uh, we'll find out what their influences are. Um, But then we'll also talk about, you know, getting them to play at the Byron Bay. That's a great idea. And we're almost becoming like a a new trip advisor here because Dan Byron is where it's at. It is. It is a great place. It is. Uh, They're Main Street Burgers. Oh, really good. Yeah. I love it how we're not naming places. Not because we're trying to avoid, like getting ourselves in trouble is just evading our minds yeah, yeah the main bar you know that place yeah heckin sick it is that burger place on the main road <laughs> fire the tits <laughs> that pizza bar sheesh <laughs> i thought you were gonna say something else but it would be the total opposite to what i thought you were gonna say sheesh damn it's good as well yeah it is good oh there's a real good taco place as well there right across from that sick Bar. Yeah. The actual is. Yeah, yeah. The top story, it's great. That that's that's got some they have awesome jalapeno poppers there. They do, yes. yes. That's yes. right. They do as well. Mexican then there's a really good downstairs mm. below it. Mm. <laughs> you can map this out in Byron. Mm. Right below. Fantastic kebab shop. Here's the thing. I'll I'll put this to the listeners. Go to Byron Bay, put this episode on, and just stand in the main street and let us Virtual tour guide. I mean, we've just given you multiple places to eat. That great bar. And again, we're not naming places here. You'll figure it out. That main bar, that chicken parmy's really good as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You had a chicken Their wedges, parmy? their onion rings. They do <laughs> yes. a lot of good stuff. They actually have a nice salad bar there as well. I'm they sure. do. They do. And that's something that I hold in very high regard when it comes to what bars I eat at. It's, yeah, like pubs. It's, it's like a, a, it's pub, a pub meals, yes, isn't it? it is. But open. Yes. And they've got like a cocktail bar in the middle. Yeah, they have like two or three little serving bar serving areas. Fantastic. There's always live sport on there, especially like basketball and the likes. (laughs) And then three doors down the road, unbelievable place. Like every single place that you go there for breakfast, great. All of them. I went to all of them. They're all good. Yeah, yeah. I think we were there for like 11 days and something. It's like having lunch at somewhere different every day, dinner something different every day, and breakfast somewhere different you can't go to every place no you're literally it's, it's spoiled big. for choice there it is it's... and then if you stay somewhere outside of a virtual bar and they're like uh the mullumbimby uh yeah well that's it's not far from there yeah yeah, yeah. but that's got its own whole set of you know restaurants and pubs there as well yeah yeah oh the whole along the coastline there that that is where i did a 100 kilometer skate tour mm-hmm. on longboards and 
wow. Mm. Just uh, that whole coastline, just unbelievable. And this food. is the kind of album that would play as a soundtrack <laughs> to <laughs> yes. a trip like that. Yeah. So where so... was it when you needed it? <laughs> this is this is where we have to bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll have We're to reviewing a... an album here. Yeah, we are. We are. That's... Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. We've. We've. Uh, I'm we've... not just reminding you about that. I got to remind <laughs> we've myself. We've digressed. We very easily slipped back into the just regular Tiger Phonics podcast there for a second. We were and, talking and... about Byron for 15 minutes oh, an episode. It's great. And we're we are currently reviewing track eight, Screw Loose. Yeah. By. I think it's track nine. I think you possibly might be wrong. There's also a possibility that you might be right. I'm pretty right this time. I don't reckon you're right. Because it was eight last time. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you got a screw loose, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Balaam Cordial. Balaam Cordial. Keep remembering that. Album name? 14 Steps to a Better You. Excellent job. <laughs> yes, nailed it. Um, yeah, th- I mean, this song again has some awesome progression too. It doesn't, it doesn't stay with that Rastafarian feel. All right. Now, yeah. this if- is what we did last time. Whilst you find the track number, mm. I'll entertain the audience. Okay, great. So, I just want to, just one-on-one with me here, listeners. Yeah, track nine. There we go. All right. <laughs> fantastic. So, let's move on. That didn't right. make sense. Let's move on to track ten. Double digits. Here we go. Elephant in the room. Okay, so that's track 10. Yeah, there you have it. Elephant in the Room. Excellent. So, uh, what I do like to do when reviewing an album, which we do all so often here mm. at Titan Phonics. Mm. Oh, Run off our feet with it. albums to review. It's just ridiculous. But what I do like to do is do a little bit of reading, which is not my thing. But I like to do a bit of reading and read through the lyrics mm. of the songs. Unfortunately, it's a little bit hard to do that when you have a pre-release to an album that, according to the internet, doesn't exist yet. So, I wasn't able to do that. Yeah, because we were well, saying just before, I wasn't going anywhere with that, by the way. No, 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 Take but on. It, is, it is a good lead-in because we were talking about the the intro to the song melodically sounds like it could be like the first dance at a wedding. Mm. You know, it is that very like kind of waltzy, seems intimate, it's very sweet. You know, it's got that high emotions, very delicate. Uh, but then the lyrics come in and you get the sense that it's almost a mirror image. It's flipped. It's uh, tumultuous relationships. Maybe. I, I think I might have to go back to this song a few times and listen to it a little more thoroughly mm. to the lyrics because I actually think it might... What's, okay, here we go. We're going into assumption territory here. Speculation. And I bet a listener could correct me on this so quick that it would break my neck how quickly that would go. Make your head spin. So quick that they don't actually have to do it. So That's almost the most likely case. Yeah. But an assumption here, I actually think it might be that a girl is somewhat keen on him mm. that that's the elephant in the room 
Okay, yeah. I, I'm not sure. Sure. But he's not taking the hints. Mm. Very shallow thought. Might have a deeper meaning. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, that's what I thought of Elephant in the Room. That's that's the bit of thought process I put into that. Do you find like even songs that you've listened to 50, 100 times, you then you think so surely that you know what the song's about and then yes. you listen to it the 101th the 101st time and then <laughs> I like the 101th better <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty good I was going to cut it but now I can't um, <laughs> you know that next time you hear it and then it you, just hear, you just hear one line differently and you're like oh I've been reading this all wrong yes I've actually got a great example of that hit me with it <laughs> people are going to just be like wow Jonty is a simpleton and they're right Brick by Ben Folds 5, or mm-hmm. Ben Folds, it might have, um, uh, known as Ben Folds 5. Anyway, Brick, pretty big song for its time, like mid to late 90s, mid 90s, late 90s. Um, I didn't realize that was about an abortion. Oh. I first heard it and I was like, oh, yeah, this is just like, yeah, it's a nice song, you know, like low key. I That song's been out for a long time. It wasn't until like three years ago I was like, oh, oh they had an abortion. Mm. Then I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, well, it's yeah. not kind of sad. That's very sad. Yeah, yeah. Totally there we go. That's my example. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, right. Well, um, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that song. I've been listening. I know that song word for word. I don't know how I didn't click it together. But that's what I mean. So right now, in a very Schrodinger's cat kind of way, we are both right about this elephant in the room thing. But in a hundred odd listens time, we will both mm. be able to come back and say... I hope it doesn't take me that long. No. Maybe maybe 10. Maybe. Yeah. I have noticed we've used quite a few animal analogies here. Bit of Schrodinger's cat. Mm-hmm. Bit of elephant in the room. Yeah. That in itself is an Thematic. analogy. I mean, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. We're on brand. <laughs> We're vibing out with these track titles. That's great. Track 10, elephant in the room. Moving on. Track number 11. Entitled. Dirt. Alright, so, track number 11, Dirt Cheap. Dirt Cheap. Excellent. So, again, I'm going to liken this to someone else. Only for the first 15 to 20 to 30 to 32 seconds. 15 to 20 to 30. (laughs) To 32. Alright, very specific time frame here. That last one was a guess. Okay. Up to 32 seconds of the song, I reckon there's a little bit of Rex Orange County vibes in there. Mm. After that, there's none. None. It drops <laughs> off immediately. It's funny, after 32 seconds, the song changes <clears throat> entirely. Mm, even though this song doesn't change it all that much. Um, um, so, it's probably one of the older songs on the album. It was oh, in the it? 2018 Hottest 100. Was came it? In, where do you think Dirt Cheap came in in that Hottest 100? <sighs> what was my number? 57... For the next this year's one. Mm. Well, what was what was it? Are you going with the same one? Yeah, it was actually eighty six. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. 
Um, That's still like it's on the hottest one hundred. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and and a good fourteen songs in. Mm, solid. It is very solid. Did you, you got your arm scratched there? Yeah, just, just have to mention it, but yeah. No, well, I think I did because the audio was quite loud and crisp. Oh, sorry. I liked it. No, it's. No. I mean, this is this is an album review. I'm sure we can use a little extra, you know, a few little extra sound grabs in there bites and review it. There. Yeah, I yeah. just reviewed your arm scratch. Look, you're reviewing, very, very good. You're reviewing. <laughs> you're, you're a scoundrel for it now. You love it. You're a rascal. Um, uh, yeah, but Dirt Cheap's another one of those. As I said at the outset of the episode, I think Dirt Cheap was the first song I ever heard by Lime Cordial. Um, and and that's 2018. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. It, yeah. Maybe late 2017. No, 2018. 2018. Okay, so t- 2018. It was in the 2018 Hottest 100s. Wow, okay, so that's the first time you heard him, and yet we can go all the way back to 2009 with Lion Cordial if yeah. you want to. And that, that probably maybe says more about me than them, you know, because they had an album out 2017 that I didn't hear. Yeah, but again, it sort of proves our thing that we were saying before, like their exposure has gone obviously tenfold mm. 2018 onward mm. i would love to see a little graph i won't get that privilege but i would love to see a little graph i'm a graph man it was funny because i was listening to lots of you know apple music stuff and cds and i was in the car and i was like you know what it's early january i got a vote in the host 100 i'm gonna put triple j on see what they're playing so i put triple j on and i just turned the radio on and this song was playing and I was immediately like, oh, damn, what is this? You know, I've immediately struck gold here. Um, and so, you know, Shazam it. You there know, you go. Sa- save it to the library. Mm-hmm. Voted for it. Did you? Came in at number 86. Very happy so to d- hear it. So you did vote for I it? I did. That Excellent. Was, that was the kind of deep impact it had on me. A very good first impression. And wow. I think a lot of their songs are like that. You know, that's why they get so catchy and so familiar. Is because as soon as you hear them, you're like, yeah. Yeah, I could vibe to this. Mm. Oh, nice. Very interesting. Mm. That's That tells us a little more about you than the music. Does it? It does. Or does it say equal things about me and the music? Actually, it might do. It says that you heard them in 2018. You liked it. That's you a voted fact. for them in the Hottest 100. Another fact. They made it in the Hottest 100. That's a little fact about them. Did I single-handedly help them get into the Hottest 100? As far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that, I did. I did vote eighty six times. Not that, not that that makes a difference. That makes no difference. I mean, you could have voted three hundred and eighty two times. I could have. It probably would have brought them up to about eighty four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well done, idiot! You could have helped out a little more. I could I mean, have got them all the way to number one if I had the time <laughs> on my hands. Totally, like you know, rigged. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. That was track number eleven. All right, cheap. let's move on to track number 12 now, shall we? This is great. This is tasty stuff. Yeah. Can't take all the blame. Our plans keep falling through. I could lie and say I'll clean it up. So simple it doesn't work. Hold on to what helps to make it easier for you.
All right, that was track number 12. That's right. <laughs> oh, no, it was? We're closing, oh, in on, we're closing in on the top three. So this is the, wow. the third to last track on the album. Track number 12 entitled... Can't Take All the Blame. A.K.A. Pretty Much Strawberry Filled by the Beatles. Yeah, so we said at the... St- uh, we were Influenced talking about by. this. Um, I said, yeah, this almost sounds a little bit like the Wombats. And then immediately it shifted, you know, five seconds later, and you said, it's always the first five seconds. You know, they, they take something that is familiar and then they make it their own. Oh, yeah. And this... that's what that's what's impressive about mm. it. And then, very subtly in the back, they have this, like, it's like a sound bite almost. It's like an earworm. I don't know what, what the instrument for that is. No, I don't know. It sounds like a very engineered instrument. And, I, and I, I've been listening to it. I'm like, that definitely sounds like a Beatles song. I just mentioned it to you before. And then you instantly said... Oh, uh, Strawberry Field by the Beatles. Right. You do not like being put you, on the spot. No, I don't. <laughs> you do that again, I won't like it. And, uh, and then so we gave it a play. Yeah. And sure enough, it does. It is very familiar, very similar at least. Oh, yeah. I reckon you play one of these after each other. You'll go, if you can't hear that. You might be tone deaf. <laughs> you should at least be like, hey, I see what you did there, yeah. boys. I mean, Lewis, very... Oliver, I'm on to you. Yeah, like, I mean, that was awfully loosely connected, yeah. but it's not. I mean, it is bang on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know if Ollie and Lewis knew about this. They, they're they probably going to listen to this, which, I mean, of course they will. Of course. This is the Tiger Phonics album review. Everyone We're listens to this. Fans, they're our biggest fans. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a self-sourcing pudding here. <laughs> Chocolate, hopefully. Of course it is. Excellent. So, no sticky I, date. All right, okay. All right. I don't hate don't hate on the sticky date, okay? I like that stuff. Did you just rap at me? Don't ever rap on me again. Chocolate preference, okay? Mate, I rap. This is the Tigerphonics album review. 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 Where we can... It's damn. an eternal review of the review system. Uh, full on ruined. <laughs> right there. I, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, great. Well, you can't take all the blame. You know, I, I dropped the ball as well. Flip safe. <laughs> Track 12, to take all the blame. Or is it don't take all the blame? Can't take all the blame. Oh, it's can't take all the Third time lucky. Can't take all the blame. Very inspiring tunes there yeah. from possibly the Beatles, possibly. Strawberry Fields. What I was going to say, I do remember now. They might hear this. L- Lewis, uh, Lewis and... Oliver. Oliver might hear this now and they'll be like, oh, wow, we did not, we didn't know that. We didn't always sound like the Beatles. I think they did, but they could listen to this and go, wow. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Track number 12. Can't take all the blame. There we go. Should we move on to the penultimate? The second to last. Sure. Dear London. Track number 13. Right. 
right, that was track 13, Dear London. What isn't similar about this track to the other tracks? We've been harping on how we are going, oh yeah, this is real beachy, this is real on the beach vibes, cruisy. This is still perfectly fits in with the album for sure. But, I mean, even in the title, Dear London, it definitely, they're pulling off the, the London vibes, that's for sure, with the whole rainy background. Absolutely. <laughs> that's London. Uh, you even, again, announced there's a little, well, mentioned that there's a little bit of a, a little bit of an Arctic Monkeys flavor in there. Yeah, especially, again, that opening first phrase. He says, "Dear London, I love you." It definitely sounds like Alex Turner there. Mm. It is. It's a. It's a bit more of a moody song, isn't it? It is. It is. It's like an open letter, you know, getting all the emotions out. Stuff has been pent up. Yeah. I mean, London's a cool place, man. I like it. I don't know if I say I love it. I wouldn't write a letter to it. Well, I mean, who would it go to? I'd probably write mine to Austin, but I can. I can relate. <laughs> you know to yeah. to be wanting to be back somewhere so bad you know mm, yeah i reckon a lot of people can right now mm. but i yeah that is a good point i i do like that about the song like it's it definitely does have a more of a darker room vibe than a sunny beach vibe mm, it is it's slightly different from the others as you said it doesn't met like it doesn't clash with the rest of the album you know, mm. it still fits very well. Um, but even structurally, it's different. It's not, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. It's very all one kind of, you know, yeah. vibe. The There's whole no peaks. There's no pitfalls. Broken up by a soothing little trumpet sprawl in the oh, middle there. I did there. like that. That was nice. It is very nice. That's one of those, you need one of the, you need those tunes throughout a album or throughout a, a show as well where it's like right after a, a heavy tune everyone needs it like a break yeah, yeah. that's where they crank Something one of those to in just there. soft shoe gentle sway to and uh it's kind of a good vibe to come towards the end of the album as well yeah you starting know, to wind like, things up a little yeah yeah the, the train's coming into station everything's slowing down a little bit it's like a it's almost a reminiscent song we've we're looking back on good times. Look at all the great past songs this album has had. Oh, what good times. Let's review and reminisce. Hmm. That's that song for me. Absolutely. Well, I, we've still got one more song. So let's, and, and that's what that song does perfectly. It's, <laughs> it's like, all right. We're not at the end. Don't next? worry. What's coming next? So what is coming next, John? Number 14. Track number 14, entitled... Drum roll, Following please. Fools. Following Fools. So anyone who hits subscribe on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, have uh, fun.
following Fools there, coming in to round out the album, the 14th track. At the start, we uh, we thought there was 15, 16 songs on there. How wrong we were. Jonty pointed out a little uh, helpful <laughs> guide there. I would call it an album Easter egg yeah. or a blatantly obvious sign. Yeah. Probably people at home pulling their hair out thinking, when are these idiots going to realise it's 14 <laughs> steps to a better you? There's probably 14 songs on the album. Probably. I mean... <laughs> an absolute <laughs> bunch of madmen they would have had to be to make it 15 tracks in a 14-step album. But it does release July 10, you know. It could have been 10 songs. Or 10 plus, you know, the, the, seventh, the seventh month. That's 17 songs, so who knows? Or 14 Steps to a Better You plus 10th of July. If you add the months plus the 10th of July plus 14 steps. That's 27. That's not how many songs are on the album, though. No, so, our hypotheses were wrong. 14 Steps to a Better You. And that one there, Following Falls, uh, it's very, it's a very farewell type of song. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, we, we like to have a little discussion whilst listening to the song together. It's pretty cute, actually. It is. Anyway, we definitely mutually agree. That that is a real farewell vibe to it. Um, saying our guys, it's been real. Thank you for listening. Even though we just want to love you, it's very, very passionate, very, very loving. Good vibes surrounded the album, almost like a thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of warms the cockles of your heart while you're listening to it, while also instilling a sense of maybe nostalgia and 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 you know familiarity yeah miss missing them already type of thing mm-hmm. yeah. hurry up and make another album yeah well that's the thing isn't it like every time you listen to one of your favorite bands like oh sweet they've got a new album out you listen and you've been waited years for this so as we've mentioned 2017 was our last album correct mm. yeah 2017 it's now mid-2020 this releases July 10, mid-2020. Imagine being like a diehard Lime Cornell fan. You've waited years for this. Mm. Finally comes out. You listen to the entire album within... How long does this album go for? Probably an hour and a half so. Less than. Odd. Less than. Yeah. Something like that. You've smashed it out. You've That's listened it. to it all. You're like, damn you've it. you spent all of your money at once. <laughs> you've damn had your it. cake. You've eaten it too. <laughs> Oh, what have I done? Another three years go by. You'll never get that first listen again. You won't. And you've popped the album's 14 steps to a better use virginity. Right there on the spot. Done. Anyway, we have just reviewed 14 steps to a better you by Lime Cordial. Releases July 10. Yeah, so... What else do we have to say, Jack? Well, just a, a thank you to... You know, everyone involved with getting us the album there Absolutely. early. Uh, obviously, the Lime Cordial boys, and I'm, they've done a fantastic job. It was good good to have the chance to, to listen to it early and have uh, our say on it. Um, yeah, sorry if we, we've sort of trodden on it. I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I, I think, hope not. I think it certainly wasn't my intention. That was not my intention either. I, I believe we've, we've tried to put a little bit of a spin on things here by making it an uplifting experience where you... Not only listen to a a review, if you could call it that, but maybe get but a great experience. A l- learn a thing <laughs> or two. We challenge the perspective. 
<laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? By introducing facts that should never have been there to begin with. <laughs> and like becoming a trip advisor, but not actually advising names of places to go. Yeah. You just have to figure it well, out. Well, not until they pay us. Well, that's never going to happen. So well, we'll continue to remain doing it in this format. Perfect. And then, yes, of course, a ventilator as well, who uh, constantly provides uh, cool things like this for us to do, puts them into our hot little hands for us to uh, review Based and on. talk about. And uh, at some point, we'll also be talking to uh, the boys from Lime Cordial, which will be a separate episode. So come back uh, and check in that. Follow us on the socials to, to find out exactly when we uh, we get to have a chat with those guys. And um, thanks for listening, guys. Mm, also follow Lime Cordial on their Instagram. We want to <laughs> we want to be solely responsible for getting them to two hundred thousand k. Yeah, so you that you've got your work cut out for you guys. You have to go and make like a hundred and fifty five thousand. Uh, hundred and ninety two thousand. Oh, okay, so that. But either that's, way, that's an incorrect figure. Um. They've got 108,000 followers and I just said they need 192 to get to 200,000. 92,000? <laughs> <laughs> uh, go follow Lime on Instagram, as Jonty said. Um, and yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening very much. What a wrap-up. Perfect. We're going to come back with another album review. Uh, and in the meantime, keep your eyes and ears peeled for 14 Steps to a Better You by Lime Cordial. It's out July 10th. So anytime from then, go check it out. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. You have no place.